Hey, 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 people. Good to be back for another episode. Seems to be a while, though the time frame is a bit strange at the moment in these strange times. <laughs> Hope you're doing all right. Taking it day by day. But recently, I had the pleasure of being interviewed by Mal Jones of Goshen and Kudo Academy. He's a longtime friend of my, myself and the club. And we had a good chat about all things martial and mental health and cross-training and teaching during the lockdown and all sorts of other stuff. So I thought I'd share the episode with you here on the 10-Minute Dojo podcast. If you want to watch the video version of it, just go to Mal's YouTube channel, Goshin and Kudo Academy, and you'll find the episode there. We'll be back very soon with another one. And also, it'll be almost two years since we started, so that's just insane. So I look forward to celebrating that. Okay, grab a cuppa, enjoy. Jungle. Hi, I'm Kudo Mal. That's what it goes in Kudo Academy, and this is Lee Taylor from Lee Taylor Karate. Um, thanks, for, good to see you, Lee. It's been a while. Pleasure. You. It has, yeah, yeah. Time seems to be flying at the moment in a strange way. Yeah, that's it. I'm watching. Senior classes are doing well. Uh, yes, it, it took me about a week or so to jump on and and jump on that system of teaching online. But it's three times a week. It seems to be paying off for my group, which seems to be working for my group. There seems to be lots out there now, and you can do sessions every day and every hour, any style, but. I think if I was to teach five days a week like I would, I think it would burn me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really different. Tra- I travel to five different dojos normally, and that's yeah. that's okay. But if I did five nights in my living room, I think I'd be burned. <laughs> <laughs> How are you dealing with not having someone to to demonstrate on? Well, I got my son George. Okay, you've yeah. had him a few a number of times. Yeah, yeah. He's bigger. He's bigger than me now. So uh, yeah, he's he's big guy back. now, isn't he? Yeah, he's fighting <laughs> back. So uh, yeah, yeah. Like you say, I've got I got George and we, we we do a little bit, but you know we we still you still still miss that interaction. This yeah. training, yeah. Well, that's yeah. good. You know, you know, and the students are supposed to keep your dojo open, so that's yeah. that's that's you know. Um, our guys have been very lucky, you know, with um, some recent donations and stuff because, you know, both of us were with uh, BCKA, um, yeah. but we're not with uh, the registered uh, sports council, which is yeah. the only kind of avenue for for money really, besides obviously the government money that's coming through. But you know, I'm not self-employed at the minute, so but I know you are, so you're waiting yeah. on that really, aren't you? Yeah, um, uh, yes, yeah, like you say, in this in this strange time, it, you do get. Uh, humanity comes shining through and I've had really really nice heartwarming uh, humbling messages from from parents about the sessions and things like that so like you were just saying about your donations it's just it's, yeah. uh, you know it uh, reaffirms your belief in humanity <laughs> yeah it does doesn't it I, mean, I think that's a that's a good um, kind of way into what I was going to talk to you about really is that you know I've been watching um, you know, some of the things from um, Les and there's Ken doing mental health, um, you know, doing, you know, martial arts for that. Um, but, you know, I think that there's there's a lot what we can offer, really, because, you know, we're, um, 
we, we cross paths with all of these people. Um, yeah. Chris Hansen is trying to get everybody together. Um, and I'm seeing that, like, obviously, Ian uh, Abernethy's forum seems to get a lot of people in there. Um, I'm going to start hopefully posting some stuff in there. But, you know, um, and for, for people that don't know you, Lee, right, um, you know, can you just state where you're based? Yeah, um, I'm based in uh, Wales, UK. I've got three, three clubs in Wales, uh, mid-Wales, so uh, Prestine. Raider and landed Lois and I live right on the border of Wales and England so just pop over the border and I have a club in England as well yeah. Webley so but predominantly and historically Wales yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah I mean and that's how you know I, I was talking to my wife earlier and um <laughs> about how long have I known Lee now and she said I don't know maybe about six years and um and I remember because if you remember I reached out to you uh, when I was in Italy proposing to my wife <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, I, I remember was, that. <laughs> I said, well, you must have a very understanding fiance <laughs> And um, you know, and I, and I sort of say, you know, you've produced a book, and uh, you know, you sent it to me, it was great. And I thought one of the, the the bits I don't like about books, if I'm honest, you know, you you get kind of one, and then it's like, yes. and then the next one is yeah. like this, you know. And yeah. but it was kind of the intro you're talking about, you know, the. Uh, is it the Karate Widow? Is it you had in the yes. book? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's what she is. <laughs> yeah, there's loads. There's, yeah, I'm sure people can uh, respond to uh, Karate Widow. You know, I'm, I'm kind of yeah. skimming through my Facebook and uh, right, the yeah, Taylor man, he, he looks like the real deal, you know, because I think like you connected to to Ian, um, you know, and I know you host Ian and you go to you know his um, retreats, you know, his, his yeah, what, yeah. What they call yeah, yeah. Residentials, that's for you. And, um, you know, but the bit that I was really interested in is the fact that you've got, like, um, you know, katas that I wouldn't have uh, practiced, but the similarity in, you know, the, the connections and stuff. Have you got your book there, Lee, but handy? Uh, yeah, that got uh, this one. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I highly recommend it. That's really, really good stuff. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and, and, and um, Ian mentioned your your DVD as well because I've been trying to do some of the pad work uh, things when I was when you were showing me before, and uh, <laughs> I, I think after like I've got a rule of three, you know, when if, if I can't do it in three, I'm usually gone somewhere else, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, why I read them. That's that's like me when I ever watch. If I'm ever looking through YouTube and looking at drills or things like that and just scanning. If it hasn't caught me. Within a few minutes, I'm I'm yeah. gone. So when you see like yeah. these 10, 15 minute uh, videos, I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> so I just yeah, go, yeah. and that's just me. But, so that's why I deliberately made the pads quite small. They're like three or yeah. four moves long out of the cutter because yeah. you don't want a memory test. You want something that you can jump straight in. Yeah. Um, and the idea was just all I wanted to do was reinforce the angles in cutter. And then mess the order of the cutter up. So pick three or four moves out of the, out of the cutter and string it into a pad drill. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't want it to be hugely um, difficult and finite moves. Just right. Let's go. Here's four moves. This is how you can put it together in a drill. Bam, bam, bam. And the third part was so used to doing drills that are just linear, one way. Yeah. yeah. Part, they just stand there and sort of not do anything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for me, for pad holders, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. And the pad holder is more important than the person doing the technique. 
yeah, so yeah. You, don't, if you don't get a good pad holder then you can't yeah. really bring it to life so the yeah. pad holder has some jobs to do as well so you get this two-way interaction and it just sort of brings it to life brings the cashier to life and you can sort of put something into it you can hit quite hard because we yeah we all we all train in a certain way like you mentioned all those guys you mentioned we've all got this way of training yeah yeah now bankai but we can't really go flat out all the time on a part no, it's the partner. variation only you know and because i attended um, your split course with ian um and that's what you did in in your half and and um in one of um ian's uh, broad like broadcast recently you know when he was asked the question about pad work or kata based pad work you know he he pretty much said you're the man so yes, you know I didn't um, see the, the hay and padgers yeah, yeah. <laughs> so have you got any more coming out you got anything else that you're going to be trying to do uh, yes i've expanded on that well this well dvds seem to be um it's a bit like the old vhs now they seem to be given by the dodo yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, by yeah. So yeah, I've expanded on those. I've got another step of payout videos where I'll then take it another step further where you can expand on the pad drill, turn it into a live, semi, semi-live session with your partner, and then and then just try and flow with it so the cat comes out when you respond to your partner. So yeah. a year yeah. to fill. But it's that interactive so like I found um I don't know about you now with you know when, when my class was kind of closed. It, you know, it was, you know, it was literally a few days, wasn't it? It was kind of, right, you've yeah. got to close. Um, I made the decision to close the club um, earlier in the week, even though, you know, there wasn't, uh, there were still people functioning because, you know, yeah. we, um, as, a, as a style, you know, we do pretty much everything with a partner. So it was mm -hmm. kind of not really what we can do. And I've migrated our karate practice, you know, to be everything about partners. So, like I'm thinking to myself now when someone said, can you do something on Zoom? And I was like, um, yeah, okay. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's taken me till now just because I've been looking at what other people have been doing. And, and um, yeah, it's, and it's, it's quite hard, isn't it? Sitting in front of a camera and, and you can't kind of go, right, we'll move that. Or, know. And you're lucky that you're quarantined with your son as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, he helped me for a couple of times. He was sort of, my son was sort of my, techie helping me with the, the laptop and the phone and and don't realize how much you don't know until you have to then start teaching in front of a camera we yeah. all try and film we all try and film clips and things and use them as um content but then actually you have to go right i'm teaching <laughs> right to you this little yeah. square it was uh, it was a steep learning curve but like you said yeah it was very fast wasn't it when decisions were made to shut and close i was like Oh, it's fine. The schools are open. It'll be okay. And then schools are shut in. Ah, right. Okay. And then the leisure centres were no. We're staying open. We thought okay. But if the leisure centres are open, I sh I would be okay. Boom. Within the next day, yeah. everything shut. And I was like, yeah, I had quite a bit of a wobble myself. As when you yeah. mentioned about the uh, mental health stuff, like what you do and um, um, Ken and is it Ken? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ken, yeah. A few other guys. We're just because we train and we've been training for years. We're not infallible to no. these spouts of uh, you know depression and feeling feeling um, you know uh, strange when something like that suddenly shuts and your control is taken away from you and you think. Yeah, oh, so definitely had a definitely had a wobble and we still had still still comes over in waves when you think about it. But yeah. 
it's just a matter of, uh, I think what we're good at doing martial arts is we just right. This is it, is it? Okay, well, let's find our way around it. Yeah, yeah, totally. How do we, how do we adapt? I think that's what's beneficial about the martial artists, but doesn't mean to say we're not infallible. Uh, I have moments, definitely. No, so, I mean, that, that's why I was, I was asking you, really, have you done any more material? Because, I mean, this is the time, really, isn't it? I mean, I can see that um, people are, are trying to push different platforms, but, you know, that resource that you spent your time doing, you know, that's something that people can, can do. There's, there's uh, someone I met in uh, from Canada recently, and, and she's throwing her son around everywhere, so <laughs> trying to practice everything. So it's, there's, there's ways and means, isn't there? You know what I mean? Yeah, but you see Steve Blackwell's judo uh, yeah. lesson? Yeah. So, yeah, so um, Steve, like I was talking to Steve, uh, judo Steve, we call him judo Steve. Um, so that's, been, that's been hilarious. I mean, you, we got a, like a number of black belts now with all different styles and stuff. And, you know, we're bouncing ideas off each other. It's, it's, it's really, really good. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. brought the, the martial art community even closer together because yeah, yeah. look how fast we responded. You know, yeah. within a couple of weeks, like you say, there is so much choice out there now. Oh. Even even groups are recruiting people to their clubs now for online yeah. sessions. Yeah. So new well, students. Yeah, no. <laughs> There's platforms and styles and all sorts out there already. There's quite a lot. I yeah, the content that I've created, I'm still a bit unsure when to launch it because of the partner aspect and. Uh, you just got to get it out there, mate. If people want it, they want it. If they don't, they don't. And then. Um... You know, I think that your work around it, I think you've got, it's like when you look at Kata, isn't it? And, and you go, oh, uh, I know what that's for. You know, you yes. have the light bulb moment. It's going to be the, be the same, won't it? It'd be absolutely yeah. the same. But my background originally was karate, and I, my highest grade um, is in karate, but um, a lot of the international recognition that I'm getting now is to do with kudo in the mixed martial arts. So if you don't, if you don't know what uh, kudo is, check out. Um, it's a mixed martial arts, and obviously you have judo and karate, and a lot of arts, but everything's relevant. So, and, yeah. and that, that's how we met, really, wasn't it? Because I approached yeah. you and said, "Look, you, you, you're actually practicing your karate in a pragmatic way, you know, yeah. and a very functional way. Have you got anybody that would want to see if it works, you know, and test out their skill and prowess?" Yeah, uh, and, you, and you know, you, you've uh, put people, you put people through in the first kudo uh, championship yeah, in Wales on a demo. Yeah, yeah. You see, it came at the, it came at the right time, really, because um, when I was like you say, moved into that pragmatic side of it. We, we were still, you know, sparring to a certain degree, yeah. <clears throat> but not, you know, not to the level that um, your Kudo channel um, offered. I was still trying to get my head around of putting it all, all together. And from where I came from, the competitive side, yeah, yeah, sure. it was too, that was not the wrong, that was the wrong avenue to try and link it all together. So yeah. we'd been a while without, um, doing that side until you came along and I thought, ah, that's the link that yeah, I need yeah. for um, the guys who want to try yeah, and yeah. put it into that, into that system. Uh, it's the closest thing you can get from all ranges in a fight. Exactly, which is, yeah. Exactly. I think what I want to look for, really. So, but yeah, I mean, you can... So you jump in there, but you're turning away your pad work drills. In, in the Kudo Championship, two of your boys, you know, they're, they're very tall guy. Um, uh, yeah, Tobias and Tobias. Yeah, Finn, I mean, yeah. when they when they came in and they were they were they were kind of clinching, you know, parrying, hitting. You can see all the the muscle memory and you know that they've got from the pad work drills and that. 
very relevant when it came to the to actually you know the yeah, shock of being hit so hard and headbutting yeah. was and changed it for him, didn't it? But they added all definitely, there. Definitely, it was uh, like I say, we do we do it to a certain level in the club where they get this uh, this this um, introduction into that that level of interaction with a partner. But that was the very first time that they had to you know step on the mat and go yeah. right. Yeah, come to war. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but that is it's a perfect um, the perfect avenue for people who want to test that part of. Yeah, that's, I mean, that was my hope, really, because obviously um, I'm a branch chief for Wales um, as part of the UK. But, you know, you, you know, for me, were instrumental in taking more people from traditional martial arts into a platform. Because I think what people I've been trying to put together a video about styles, but it's very difficult without actually starting to tread on people's toes or possibly offend people and things like that. And they're, they're mainly down to the rule sets and the rule sets are not actually what they've come up with, but they have to honor them, don't they? And when you say the Kudo has got like very little rules and um, the rules they have got, which obviously is for safety is when you, you're on, you can't ground a pound, you know, because the head's on the floor, you know, and so you've got to simulate on that. Um, there's a few other things that you can't do in Kudo, but most things is, is relevant. Yeah. So, um, I was thinking, right, if I can just open this up to the world, because everybody's going to love this, you know, <laughs> uh, they can still practice their karate style, and they yeah. can get on the mat and, and see if it works. Yeah. Um, but it has to translate, it's very slow out development Wales, um, mm. you know, it's quite hard, but I just, if anybody's watching this, and, and you've got a karate group, then you're not doing the, the semi-contact sort of point scoring, or, uh, or maybe the Kyokushin knockdown styles, or even if you are, and you want to kind of take it up a gear, then you know, give us a shout at some point, and you know, join me in the end of this and try and get this moving forward. But you know, I'm massively passionate about it, and um, yeah, that comes across. To be fair, and that, <laughs> that uh, it's well, it helps because it, uh, you need somebody like that, like yourself, with uh, where you want to take it and what you want to do with it. And um, it's just like just like anything else, people are possibly a bit wary of changing the way they do things or changing the way they compete or, or whatever like I said so yeah. but you lay it out and you tell everyone um, what it is how it works where you're gonna go with it what to expect and it's there for people's choice then there's there's no yeah. there's nothing hidden in there where you finally get a shock of a wow I didn't expect it to be like this <laughs> you know, yeah. You're, yeah. you're very um, professional in the way you do that so oh, thank you that's very much appreciated because I said the boys that I took down, they haven't competed, not at, not at that level or at that no. platform, but they were completely taken from stage one to you know the end of the fight, and they were comfortable yeah. in every every stage. So. Yeah, and you've got to think to yourself, you know, you've taught those boys well because you know you think about it, if they haven't been fighting and they go down and have a, a fight like that, you know, yeah. it's they you know that they can do it for real. Yeah. You know, if you really had to do it, you know, that's and that's always the insecurities we have with martial artists. And the more you remove yourself from contact, the more mm. you kind of start doubting maybe would this yeah. work? How would I, you know, fear? But I want to ask you a question, Lee. There's, everybody asks, you know, oh, what brought you into martial arts and and that sort of stuff. And I've heard it on, you know, your podcasts as well. So check these podcasts out if you haven't. Yeah. Um, 
you know, um, uh, that's the really interesting thing. But we, you know, I, I wanted to ask you what actually keeps you in martial arts because, you know, how long have you been training now? Um, I started when I went to secondary school. So what? The, what's that? Eleven. About Ten years then, is it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 right, let's look at that. <laughs> well, I had ten. I wasn't great when I started. But, uh, yeah, I think secondary school age. So that's eleven. But then I only dabbled when I went to college and uni. Um, then come out and was chasing a career for a few years. So uh, I would then say back in it properly, properly, ninety nine, just after my second son, George, was born. I think the wife wanted me back out of the house, really, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you went and then come, come back till now. <laughs> So what, keep, what, so what keeps you in it then? What's, what's, what's the thing, you know, that, that keeps you doing it now? You know, it's, um, it's just, it's just something that it's just, it is me. It's just me. It's so, I don't need to look for things to keep me interested or keep me motivated because it is who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is what I do. Yeah. Um, so it's just literally intrinsically in me. Um, it's the longest thing I've ever done. Um, once I went full time um, back in 2007. So I couldn't think of doing anything else. Now I made that leap to do it. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a weird feeling. It's just, it's me. For me, I was... Um, I was kind of lucky really because in uh, about 2000 before coming into Gojin uh, Karate I was um, training and, and, and I would never have left it so I understand that um, why people are so loyal to their martial arts and there's a few people have been saying about them leaving uh, some of the people I mentioned earlier actually joining the BCKA you know just yeah. looking at that um, but it was for me it was like I'd been through those changes. I go to the Kuro Academy with Steve and Kieran and AJ. You know, we're, we're at the reason that we continue is because we're traditionalists, if you like. The fact that we like the etiquette and the gi, um, yeah. but we don't take ourselves too seriously. So, yeah. you know, you get your kion, which is just basically like uh, boxing, standing boxing sort of stuff. Um, and some of it's taken from Kyokushin. Um, but once you've done that part of a lesson, the rest of it's open, so the guy can teach you whatever. Yeah. And you haven't got someone stood over your shoulder going, uh, that's not karate. You know, <laughs> or, or someone going, that's not, that's judo, yeah. that is. And, you know, um, so, like, what keeps me in it is the fact that I've gone into an organization where I can learn anything and no one really comments, you know. Um, and grades actually are based on the ability to fight, which is not what I think of karate, because karate for me is longevity, you know. So... Uh, you you know yourself well you've got some influences i i see the the bromance with mick tully i see some of that as well. yeah yeah, but, yeah. Um, so who what, what tell us that tell people who, what have you been doing you know as in to bring him back to your karate um well like you say when like, when you're in karate you're in the group and you think that's what it is you're within that bubble as it were and you think I, i'm happy to be here and this is cool and this is how it is you don't think of anything outside of that bubble until you come across something or you you start quizzing or thinking about something 
Um, it's only when I sort of created my, uh, when, my, when I went professional in 2007, there was two things I wanted to do. Um, I wanted to study kata slightly differently because I said there must be something more than step yeah. punch block counter. Yeah. So that was one question I wanted to answer. There's got to be something more to it than that. Nothing wrong with where I came from. No, no, no. That's how you were taught because that's yeah. how they were taught. So they don't yeah. know anything different because they're passing on what they know yeah, yeah. and we did the step punch block counter bunk up to a great extent because it was more of competitive kata basically which i thoroughly enjoyed um, so that was one question i needed to answer and the second one was while i was teaching it i had this feeling that if i got to teach somebody to look mm. after themselves i need some knowledge on that because i can count the altercations i've had in my life on one hand oh, okay. and not all well you haven't got a very punchable face like me. Yeah, I might say well, my self-defense skills must be pretty amazing if I've only had five <laughs> altercations in my life or I just don't go and visit places that uh, warrant that. But, but yeah. I felt that if I was teaching something, then I need some more knowledge and experience on that. So first one, obviously, the kata. I obviously came across Ian in some articles and... Um, he happened to be somebody was hosting a seminar near to me, so I thought, well, I'll go and check it out. It was best, you know, best time to do it. And that was the like old moment when my first seminar yeah, was yeah. And then the other thing was, well, who is the next uh, who would be the next best person to do the um the um you know the self-defense, the uh, reality stuff, and that was obviously Jeff Thompson. Yeah. So um I went and trained, I was still trained with Ian. Um, and started with with Jeff just to get that idea of what is this um, reality. Yeah, it was groundbreaking stuff that was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely at the time. Um, yeah. Like I said, because I didn't have well, I had first hand experience, obviously, but yeah, I just wanted to study it more. Um, with Ian, I still going, still going on to this day. So that was yeah. back in two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight. Yeah. Um, I don't. Suffer falls gladly. I don't think that I've been on one seminar and thinking that's it. He's amazing. He's got the answers to everything in a four-hour yeah. seminar. Yeah. Um, so I thought, well, I need to study this in more depth. So I was just kept going on as many as I could, and then I was lucky enough to get on his introductory instructor award yeah. a couple of years yeah. later, um, and then managed to study his method in depth. Then, yeah, and then became a full instructor under his method yeah. uh, a couple of years later again. So that's like a four-year period. Um, while I was studying, doing some courses with Jeff, that's where I met Mick Tully <laughs> and Al Peaslin. Um, and they just offered me, I wasn't looking for it at all, because I had those two things I was trying to work on to bring that's back the to the It's a Minnesota Cali group, isn't it? Yeah, Minnesota yeah. Cali group. I didn't know they were doing that, because obviously Jeff is a karate guy. Um, so Al and Mick were karate guys, as far as I knew at the time. Oh. And so Al and Al... And Al Peasland invited me down to their group, a Sunday group, to train with them. And I looked at um, Al and Mick moving, and I said, "You're not moving like Carly guy, <laughs> karate guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what is this? You, what are you doing?" And they said, "Where we, we do jiu-jitsu uh, and, and Carly and blah 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 and, and sticks and stuff." And I thought, "I need to be looking at this." <laughs> so. Yeah. It was, Going on a course that I wanted to do with Jeff and then seeing Alan and Mick going, that's what I need to be looking at. Yeah. And it became, I was just selfish about it really. It was for me. 
it wasn't yeah. for me to give, bring back to the club and, and show I thought there's movement in this and there's flow in this that I need to be looking at to make um, to add that to what I was doing because it's, again it was that range so yeah. we're starting to learn from Ian the kata range isn't step punch block counter and then yeah. with the guys that Alan Mick and the Carly and the flow I think well there's another flow to that range as well the way yeah. they move in and out of range yeah. this range how they bridge that gap and then obviously you get to the range that you know Ian's amazing at you know that kata range yeah and then um so that developed from there really that was again I think about 2009 I think I met with Alan Mick so I've been studying the JKD and the Carly and Panatuka with the Minnesota Carly group since then really but there's nothing new under the sun it's like I said your karate teachers only pass on what they know and what yeah. they've been shown. but karate has a huge amount in it but you need somebody to say here look at this yeah <laughs> do it yeah, this yeah. way try this and I saw so many shapes so many movements from from the Carly and, and stuff that I thought like you say you say ah I, I know where that is exactly it's only because I weren't shown in the karate I first learned that's all yeah, it yeah. and so you just need somebody to go well we do it like this and you think I've already got that. It's in. <laughs> yeah, yes. But the only thing that I've noticed in the last sort of, I don't know, five, ten years that, you know, I no longer I look for, you know, what it looks like um, because you've got to go from muscle memory, haven't you? It's got to be what it feels like. Yeah. You know, because you get, you've got this kind of fast twitch, you know, the beginning of each movement, the way that you're going to transition your weight. And when you've got arms and it's a mess. And that's one of the criticisms you get with Kudo. It's like, well, it's messy and it's, you know, it's just like a scrap and stuff. Yeah, it is a scrap. Yeah, exactly. you know, <laughs> and that's what it's meant to be. You know, it was like, you know, the, the, I said to my students, you know, like you go to a Kudo bout, you, you, you win by knockout or submission. If it goes to the refs, then, you, you know, it could be a home advantage. It could be anything because, yeah. you know, let's face it, it's subjective, isn't it? And people are biased and stuff. And, you know, if it was a fight on the street, my mates would say I won the fight. <laughs> and his mates would say he did, you know. So, you know, if he's got more friends than me, then there you go. So as, as far as I'm concerned, that's as close as you get for it. But what I was saying about, because um, I've been putting out um, material with, with Judo Steve, because I'm like um, looking at him in the way that he does the throws. And karate is like has a bigger range of movement. Um, you know, the judo is really about the contact and making, you know, mm. close quarter lift and, you know, uh, transition and balance and all of those things in karate. And, you know, I, I, I started thinking to myself, maybe I'm, you know, you see because you're looking too much. Yeah. You know? So I'm, I'm seeing that that's an application to this kata and that's an application to that kata, but actually probably not. It's maybe because I'm just looking a lot. So what we... You know, for me, like, I mean, this is what I was going to say at the beginning, really, was about the mental health side of it. It's like uh, the bit about the kudo um, or the way of fighting with a lot of contact is that um, internationally you, you can meet people and then when you fight with them, because it's so traumatic, you know, afterwards, it's like any, you know, professional boxing bout or MMA, you know, they, they talk, you know, at the start. And at the end, they're hugging and they're best friends because it's over. And then I think through trauma, you make friends for life. 
you know, yeah. and the, 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 you can't be doing that all of the time, you know, and, and I think like I, I practice the, the Tai Chi Shibashi, which is the 18 movements for health. And that's all it ever was. You know, I didn't learn Yang style yet, even though these 18 movements are from Yang style. Um, that was really just for me to start building my confidence as a kid, you know, because yeah. like my asthma, my eczema, um, you know, kind of as when you have a childhood disability, um, you're separated from your group. So you need something for yourself. You know, you need something which is mine. So I was being taught Tai Chi alongside the Karate. Because when I, when I couldn't do the high level sports side, they give me something to do there. Like, you know, when I got better, it was the bow, you know, and the sigh and things like that. But, you know, that is really close to me now is, as moving, moving meditation, because I learned that and learned the breathing. I can apply that to kata, you know, and I think that's where, um, you know, my, my tip to anybody really was that like, when you say kata is bollocks, then there's no point of practicing it. There's other, element, other elements, isn't there, you know, with the cat. And I, well, you know, I watch. Definitely, cat changes its importance as you get older. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all about uh, keeping yourself What's the cat that you were teaching on the course with, with uh, this uh, grip? In, uh, can you remember? There was the, the cat, the cat, um, I'd seen you demonstrate it. Oh, the cat, the cat, well, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that comes from various patterns, is an element, I'll move back a little bit. There's an element of it in Basai, Dai, there's an element yeah. in Senpai. Oh, like, like this, the thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like a parry. Yeah. And that's the, one of the motions I actually saw in uh, in JKD and Carly. They call it like yeah. a parry and, and they bridge and they go for the eyes. Yeah, yeah. And this, very, this motion is everywhere in, in most art, like parry and cover or grab. So, But I think yeah. like, that's the difference between the guys in the, the BCKA and, and, you know, with, and, and he, you know, I keep referencing Ian, but, he, you know, he has been the driver force for, a lot of the people have come out of places from all over the world, you know. Um, yeah. But the, the the thing is that I'm like with kata, like I, I really don't like the the whole, you know, short, you know, really sharp kind of make it full range of movement because um, what I was taught within the tai chi was like seventy percent of the movement, you know. So if it's seventy percent, the last thirty percent is the return. So nothing really goes a hundred percent, and that was the conflict with the cry was like this is hundred yeah. percent out. You know, where in, uh, some people would argue like 97 or, you know, yeah. 95 or whatever. But um, I, when I was looking at that, I was thinking, my God, you know, with the, the cater, if you if quickly here, then it becomes so much sport because it's about look, not feel. No, exactly. Um, and now, like, um, it was a blessing, really, to be part of an organization where, where you can see people practice cater. And because they're thinking of the application, it kind of makes the whole body come alive. Oh, it certainly does. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely does. If you understand the, the application of it, or the yeah the brutality of it, it does yeah. bring on a different persona when you look at it. Oh, yeah. totally. And I, and I know the catters that I know, like like Techie on a handshi, you know, I, I that's one of my go-tos. So you'll see, like, you'll see my face look very serious when I'm doing that one. And when I'm doing other catters that I don't know necessarily all the application, I just skim through them like I'm on holiday, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, well, that's, 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 that's what. Cool. Yeah. Well. Coming from the background of uh, my style, as it were, the Shukakai tutorial. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Over 40 years on this, when I was younger, and learning um, katas for, I just love just learning more, learning another one, learning another one, but not learning them. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just going through, oh, let's have another one. 
Let's have another yeah. one. But now I don't even go anywhere near that amount. <laughs> my list enough so you can have enough uh, to study and get enough skill set out of it. So, uh... <laughs> so that's a, another common thing that I, that I found with the uh, guys as well, and the kind of more the mental health theme is that um, we we're a little bit more modern. Um, it's not all sensei and stand and you know um, it's directed one way because you know when it when you know i've been working with kids with in traumatic situations for the, till they're sort of 16 you know i've been doing that for 17 years and you know these kids that when their things go wrong in their life and they haven't got their core things sorted like shelter warmth love those things that are at home then you know they're gonna take it out on someone and i've never taken it personal you know and i've been attacked and stuff in work but not many times because if you value people and you talk to them, then they're more likely to invest in a relationship with you. And I, and I see that like, when I walk into your club, I, I feel that there's that kind of openness, that rapport, it's not people stood in corners stretching and throwing ax kicks and you know, like the old bad competitions used to be, you know? Yeah, yeah. My, my students, they, I encourage them to talk, you know, yeah. and that's why we have so much fun. And, you know, yeah. the evidence is out for any educator, you'll know that people learn through fun quicker. Absolutely. If you don't enjoy it, you're not going to do it. Are you? No, 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 that's all. And that's probably another reason why I'm still doing it because it is like fun. Yeah. It is so fun when you get smacked in the head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always just smiling. If somebody's doing a bunker application on me on a course or whatever, and yeah. they go a little bit heavy handed or whatever, and I'm just laughing. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, just enjoy it. Yeah, balance will be restored. Fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I just think you know the the guys. Um, you know, for me this year, um, you know, it's this time last year I lost my dad, and you know I I dropped, and um, you know we hold everything so close to us. Like we would have this conversation, you know, and I'm quite open with everybody. I, I'm, you know, I'm not the type of guy to it's not attention seeking, it's just like, this is what it is, you know, I'm struggling with this. Um, and emotional literacy um, for me and emotional intelligence is a big part of my job to help others be able to do it. But it's much different when it's you. Yeah. You know, it, like I was looking at the, the type of things that I go through with the kids in work and I just couldn't make head or tail of it, you know, it just, yeah. you just can't, you're totally froze and you're totally blocked out from life. Everything's too much. And um, I found now that and going back to kata, that as much as I like the, the the mixed martial arts and that and the learning and things, I always tend to go back to the the things that as a child the kata is like uh, here and neither. And I, I, for some reason, it was like that bang for us. You know, um, it was that and the, the tai chi you're regressed to uh, to find that way back. Does yeah, that make sense. Absolutely, absolutely. Because when you give so much of yourself in in just teaching martial arts, but in the career that you were having as well, where you were helping kids, that you get, you're giving so much out, you, you've just become depleted yourself. So when a life event happens to you, it's gonna be, gonna be heavy, heavier yeah. because something needs to help you. And because you, you we, we always giving it, it's quite hard then to say, help. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally, yeah. It was the it hardest is. thing ever. Yeah. Hardest thing ever, but it, you know, the, that's why I was saying that I what I didn't realize in, in the way that the, the club that did have evolved 
that you haven't got, like most clubs, you've got the main man and then you've got the next the person mm. second. Um, I haven't got that anymore. I've got like six guys. Yeah. Some of them wear white belts. They like, you know, did then Tang Sudo and they've done like Judo and a few of them have done Muay Thai and all the rest. They're really well-rounded martial arts and belts actually don't mean anything to them. It's yeah. actually what we provide to them. And I, I was open with them and they kept the club going. So the Gojin Akuda Academy is still going because of those guys. Yeah, it was the same with, I'm so lucky to have a group of guys, the same with, with mine when I had my accident and I was out of action for a few months. They just... That was horrendous, that was. That wasn't, that wasn't an accident that you were like... <laughs> Slight little issue. If I can find that photograph, I'll, I'll try and uh, edit it into this. Oh, I can send it to you. Yeah, send it to me again. I'll post it up. <laughs> I've still got it. Yeah, so they say Yeah, an accident and just broke my neck. But yeah, um they stepped up and kept the clubs going while I was trying to focus on rehabilitation. But yeah, you have this you have this group ethic rather than like you say, um instructor and then everyone else down below. But you come from those groups and we we all know that they're still there. We all have experience of these groups where you couldn't speak to higher grades or yeah. approach or, or approach the Japanese instructor that type of thing but yeah yeah, yeah that was like one reason why I took the I took off the, the Dan bars off the belt oh right okay I mean, you got I call my, my grandmaster belt or my master Ken belt yeah how many stripes <laughs> yeah, I, I love it I love it but it's like I, I, it's, yeah, really, it's, it's so rigid I, can, yeah. I can't really fight with it on so I kind of put it on the side just to show people yeah <laughs> I think it just helps that we're just in the same we're in the same group together. It's like you've got the same belt on as me. We're just here to help each other. Yeah. I just do, I've just been doing it a little bit longer, but as I get older, I need help. <laughs> Memory. Losing stripes as you get older, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Not the honorary stripes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But but that's, I think that's that's good as well because it's like because um, I remember when I found your website and it said Lee Taylor Cray, I was like. Check this guy out, naming his karate style after himself. You know, <laughs> and, and, and um, yeah, now thinking about it, I think I'm, I'm the fool because I'm trying to adopt the Japanese terminology for something that that you know is organic and actually, like I said to you at the beginning, it's it's your karate. You know, you're teaching it. You know, yeah. and, it, and that doesn't mean that you're not going to be rather, you know open to where you're getting things from because no. like when you're teaching, you've you've said like this is I've been influenced by this person, that person. As you're doing it, and I, I think that's that's what keeps that kind of lineage that people are so fixated on, isn't it? Is like yes, yeah. You, you've um, respected your yeah, lineage, definitely yeah. respect where you definitely respect where you come from, and you always pay uh, pay homage to the people who've influenced you. But um, is like Guru um, Dan Inosanto, um yeah. one of his um, requisites is not to criticize any other art, yeah. and that's filtered down all through his instructors. So the Minnesota Carly head instructor is Rick Fay, which is yeah. one of Guru Dan's instructors. And the same thing, never criticize any other art. Um, and if you think about it, you will find that the head of the BCKA, Peter and Ian, are the yeah. same. Are the same. They don't get involved in that type of thing. Yeah. On with what they need to be getting on with. They 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 work hard with what they're doing. And I think it's, it's a valid point. We get we can get easily get lost into name calling and style blagging and everything, yeah. but it just this doesn't serve a purpose. We just need to be getting on with what we do and 
Yeah, because I think that, you know, the, the etiquette, the Japanese culture um, that we, and that was, for me, it was definitely an attraction. It's still, it's one of the reasons that still, I still practice it the way that I do and why um, I wouldn't go, right, take the gear off, rash vest on, let's, let's, yeah, let's start yeah, doing, yeah. Uh, I'm, a cage t I'm a cage fighter now. Yeah. You know, um, it's, it's, it's not going to be doing. Yeah, right, he's still got that to offer. Yeah. And I think people are, are gravitating towards it the way the way we're changing, times are changing. I think it's going to go full circle like everything does. Yeah. It's going to come back. Well, it's like uh, when I was in, um, I was in Japan um, and uh, Zuma Takashi, you know, the, the Juku Cho, the, the Grandmaster for Kudo. Um, I, I, I spoke with him briefly at, at the, um, the, you know, the after party, Sayonara party and all the rest of it. But I realized that the years in Korea of, you know, knowing your mat etiquette, you know, as in walking 90 degrees bowing before you enter, all of those things actually stopped a lot of really awkward situations that I probably would have walked into if I hadn't learned that. You yeah. know, walking backwards after you're greeting someone rather than just turning your back on them, all yeah. of those sorts of things. I think that they've, they've, they've got their place. And I'd be, I'd be a bit disappointed, if I'm honest, if, if all of the arts went right, well, we're in, we're in UK, so we'll just, te we'll just teach our way and forget about the Japanese part, because actually that, that gives you, and that also for me was that kind of childhood dream, you know, it created this, this hope that, that, that was, that's what success looks like, because I say to kids, what's success? And they say, oh, a big house and a car, you know, <laughs> uh, and lo lots of that, like, you know. And, yeah. um, and then if you say to them, well, happiness is success, isn't it? And then they go, yeah, that's all that, isn't it? And the house and the car. And I say, well, you know, what, what's the dream? And, you know, kids have been rationalized to the point that their, their dreams are being rationalized, you know, and I think that's, that's why, like for me, going to Japan didn't disappoint, no. didn't disappoint at all. Um, but, you know, there's, there's also a bit of romanticizing going on that was there with uh, the art, you know, and, yeah. you know, like I've heard so much because I had to look into the uh, Kyokushin um, element of, of Kudo. Um, and I'd never really looked into that art as much because obviously being from a, almost like a Shotokan uh, derivative art, um, I was like, well, what is this? And when I was sat with uh, Azuma in the Malta course, um, he was telling me about the conversations he was having with Masoyama about um, the head contact because there was a number of them that wanted the head contact. But Masoyama was like, you know, that's, I understand that, but that's not what we're doing. And, you know, gave Azuma the, you know, the blessings to, to go ahead that route, if you like. Um, but, you know, and there's things, there's conversations to say that Masayama had um, black belts, or black belt, whatever, in uh, judo, um, which I've, I've been looking at recently, I can't seem to find, but that's irrelevant. But um, Azuma is, is um, even though, like, I talked to him about karate throw um, from a kata, and he looked at me like I, like, you know, I was like on another planet. And he, and he was like, no, this is judo. And then this is, this kind of, so it's interesting to see that you've got a certain amount of people following the karate throwing element from the kata. And then people would disregard kata totally because we've already got judo. Why do we need to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, that was, that was, you know, time <laughs> for me. Uh, yeah, we all come across those points. Yeah, and it made me think, do I, well, just forget Catholic again, you know, and then, 
when when now we're on lockdown and even bjj guys are making kata right <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah like you said kata comes around in cycles i think when you personally train it and it it you go through i went through the competitive side of it and then went through the application side of it uh and then didn't drop it but it just sat there while I wasn't really studying it that much, while I was doing other things, and then because I was doing other things, it brought life back into the kata again. Yeah. And again, like you say, it's because you're always studying kata, aren't you? That's what you're about. It. Yeah. it just it just goes in cycles. It goes yeah. in ebbs and flows, and now it comes back round again because we're you know we're isolated and you need to keep mobile and yeah. keep healthy. And there you go, and it comes back round. You don't have to do it. You know, you can do it. Fl- it, it does so much. You can do it flat out to get yourself a good cardio workout, or you can do it really nice and slow control just to wake up the joints and calm the mind. It's, it's got a lot to offer, but people who don't understand it just seem to label it and, and box yeah. it and put it somewhere else. Well, that's a good thing now. I mean, they, you know, there's, there's loads of stuff out there, isn't there, Kato, that people yeah. can copy. So, yeah. you know, um, I forget the guy's name now, but he did a really, I found it funny. There's the, he was mimicking Jesse, the, the karate nerd, and he dressed oh, up like him with a wig and all the rest of it. And I, I laughed hard, you know, at that. That was really funny. And then um, I've seen that Jesse's put out a video now where he teaches him and gets him to practice kata. Um, oh, yes, I did see, yeah. Yeah, because the guy's obviously had a, a, maybe not a great instructor. And um, yeah. it, whatever, isn't it? So I, I think, you know, to kind of cap this as a topic, I think if you haven't practiced kata, give it a go. You know, but my my advice to you would be think of it as like moving meditation to get the breath and the whole body together. Exactly, exactly. Especially as we're getting older. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that's what I. That. Well, <clears throat> it's been great to talk to you, Lee. Yeah, it's good to see you. Uh, I just I'm, I'm hoping that you know, um, I'll, I'll what I'll do is once I've done this, I'll put our like contact details in it, and um, yeah. I, I'm hoping that we can hook up a little bit more with some of the other guys who are putting stuff out as well. And, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and, and to on keeping on the mental health part, because this is one of the, the key things that I was trying to do with this, is that yeah. <clears throat> the, the, the thing is, for your own uh, mind, you need to heal it. It's like when you have a problem and you talk out loud, and you think, actually, it's not a bigger problem as I thought it was, because yeah. it's past the lips. So, the perspective, you know, yeah. yeah. And actually speaking to someone you don't know um, is not exactly like, you know, if you would call up... Um, a support line that is literally someone you don't know but there's different levels of people knowing people isn't there like we know yeah. each other but we don't like spend weekends together or whatever um yeah. so it, there's it's actually speaking to someone that and telling them what the problem is just to help you to to kind of unload a little bit isn't it yeah definitely always helps to talk it always helps to talk and anybody wants to like talk crap with me for an hour that's completely fine that's it. yeah <laughs> Well, then, I'll see you soon. Look, good luck with um, all the lessons and keeping the club going, and forgive my Thanks. best to your family. And you. Thanks for the chat. Stay Pleasure. safe, dude. Tell me.